Welcome to the third episode of the Honest-ish with a side of hot sauce podcast. Hell yeah. My name's Nick Bittinger. I'm with my buddy Jeff Strite. You guys learned a lot about Jeff last episode. Oh, God, a feel, lot. I feel like I should be drinking. A lot. I mean, a lot. we are. Should we cheers? Cheers. Them? Cheers. I'm drinking bourbon. I don't drink bourbon. I'm a vodka guy. Okay. So this pussy man, sorry. Uh, literally, it was like I love bourbon. Buy me bourbon. And I find out today is vodka and soda. I mean, ladies, you should know that by this whole time that you've known me, man. God, you're. It's like I'm a... so easy. Vodka, soda, lemon, and on top of that, even better. Give me some Tito's. I'm not just any vodka guy. Tito's is not vodka. It is literally Cargill grain alcohol shipped in from Iowa. Which is good. fine. It tastes it fine. It tastes good, and it's rated vodka soda's number one alcohol. Bitch drink. We're drinking Basil Hayden's tonight. And give me a lemon, not a lime. <laughs> Sorry. So today we are talking about vulnerability. Where you at now, Brene Brown? Where you at? I'm calling you out. Come on, girl. For those of you who don't know who that is, kind of tell us who that is. She's like America's quintessential professor on like vulnerability and love and relationships and she's written a couple books and you know vulnerability is not about winning or losing it's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome courtesy of Brene Brown wonderful author wonderful speaker um I will say pop culture and a lot of people have really overly embraced her self-help but at the end of the day vulnerability is healthy and so we're going to talk about that as like men. Right. Ability. This is a, this is a, some people experience this. Some people don't know how to experience this. I feel like I am over the top vulnerable because I set myself up to get attacked or harmed. I throw up things. So like you, I don't even know if it's vulnerable at this point in my life. I'm just like, hi. Jeff Strite, we just slept together, first night together. Can I give you my whole life story? It's pretty shitty, but I'll tell it to you anyway. And then, bleh. And I, I don't know if it's vulnerability at that point or more like my shield disguised as vulnerability, but uh, I feel that's like, fun. Yeah, I feel like, works. I feel like you're maybe, I'm going to put 70% vulnerable. Yeah, that's 30 a good number. 30% guarded? For sure. Oh, that's my phone. Oh, no. Oops. That's a DM. DM. So, yeah, I'm like way, way, way overly vulnerable. And, and I got that from my pappy because, I mean, and I didn't really see his vulner, his vulnerability until I was maybe in my 20s, you know, because earlier before that, he'd be whipping me with a belt or a paddle. Dude, I would love which is to see, which is false. I would love to see Bruce whip you with anything. That only happened like twice, but um, no, my dad has been vulnerable his whole life. But um, that's kind of where I get it. I mean, I I let my guard down emotionally for everybody, um, and sometimes it kind of makes me bitchy. <laughs> I, I met your dad a few years ago, and I remember when I met him, he was he came across as super honest. And I think, you know, even though we're honest-ish, I think the more honest-ish you become, the more able you are to like let your guard down and be vulnerable. Yeah. And I think being vulnerable is being honest, letting yeah, your guard down for sure, being real. And I think there's there. I mean, I think nowadays 
the world lacks that. I mean, everyone's trying to, you know, I mean, be someone they're not or We grew up in the 90s. Like you, know, you weren't allowed to be vulnerable. Like what do you remember middle school? Yes, I do. Yeah, like were you tall, like a big dude in middle I was school? Tall, yeah. Like I remember middle school like the key was you would walk down the hallway, chest square, and if you walked close to anyone, you would shoulder bump them as hard For as sure. you could, no flinching, no moving, and it was just like, "What's up? Get out of my way." No one did that to me though, because I was because like, you're like seven feet tall back then. Seven two. Yeah, I was four foot one. Probably weighed like eighty two pounds with like an afro, which was like probably made the rest up. But point being is like none of us were like there was no way there was no practice. We didn't spend our childhood like talking about. I like I'll ask my kids like. Oh, tell me how you feel. And literally my my 13-year-old in her head, she's probably like, fuck you, Dad. I want to tell you how I feel. Like, this hurts. I don't have to. I don't have to tell you shit. I got TikTok for that. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it being vulnerable has got me in some good places and got me into some bad places. I mean, it's definitely got me. I definitely trust everyone right off the get-go way too much than I should. It's got me taken advantage of. Um, you know, that also has happened to my dad, you know, on a, on a business standpoint, but, um, you know, I think there's a difference too, between our vulnerability and no offense back there and the millennials vulnerability. I think he's younger than millennial. He might be younger he's, than millennial. He's our sound engineer, Caden. Caden. Who's high as fuck right now. <laughs> he's fine. He's doing good. He's like, oh, I, I thought thousand, he was just tired. I was like, a thousand milligrams of some like sativa watermelon gummies, and it's like I can't even feed my toes. And I'm like, dude, it's fine. Everything's fine. But like, dude, last what, time I ate, full disclosure, last time I ate like pot. Did you say pot? Yeah. The ganj. The yeah. Ganj. Okay. Actually, my brother, if he's listening to this, this up, this is totally what's up. Actually, Corey just had a um, yesterday. He had his uh, his balls burned off or the little tubes tied. A vasectomy? Yes. Have you? Oh, I will tell you that that's an episode for later. He had a vasectomy yesterday. It's so a terrible smell. He's yeah. That's what I heard. I got a bag of ice chips for you, bro. And uh, when they tell you to wear like the tidy whities listen to them because there's nothing more painful than your balls dangling with scar tissue while you're trying to walk like ten feet in your house. I'm so fearful of that day. I don't I mean, ever want to see smoke coming from It's literally like there's a little reaching. man between your crotch yanking your sack harder than you've ever oh, seen anything great. yanked. And it's not cool. like the chick you paid for I'm in college. i take a drink now. Yeah. So that's a different, totally different yeah. topic. Anyways. That's uh, real vulnerability. Side note. Yeah. Corey just had a vasectomy. Good luck, brother. Um, he's home healing. Ice pack and all. So... Um, where was I going with that? You were talking about being hurt, being vulnerable, and, and I'll just segue this and say sometimes we can be trusting and overly trusting, and that makes us vulnerable. But I think even when we get hurt, we get to learn a lot of lessons in that. For sure. <clears throat> For sure. I mean, yeah, I think being too vulnerable like myself sets me up to get hurt um, or taken advantage of, like I said. I mean, oh, and I was talking about the difference between – our vulnerability and the millennials' vulnerability because they're just pussies. Well, we're kind of millennials technically. I a little mean, bit. by the definition of age, I think I'm the oldest millennial on the planet. Um, I was born in 1982. You were born in 86, 85, 86, 86. So we're millennials, but we grew up working. Like I was right. a kid and had to work at like 14. Or if I wanted money, you had to work. I mean, I got I had a, a job at 14. Do I had a 1980s a dad at a grocery store? I worked at a Quick Lube. 
1980s dads. They hit you. They yelled at you. Yep. They told you to shut up and not be a dumbass, basically. Yep. My dad was like that when he needed to be, but he was also a huge pushover. I mean, as soon as I started playing hockey and we started bonding in that you know, sense, like he was a huge, huge pushover. But I could I get away with so much shit with him. I don't think we as kids of like that generation, some of us, I think some learn to be overly vulnerable as like the therapy generation. Like, oh, you got bullied in school one time, so now you need therapy and let's talk about your feelings. And that's healthy in a way. But there's also something to be said for being able to be stoic in our responses and be hard asses and say, you know what? No, this isn't going to get to me. Now, does that create moments of intimacy and does that create things that we can grow as people? No, but it allows us to function in society. Like when your boss is being a shithead to you, like does that the best time to be like, oh, let's be vulnerable with each other. And they're going to look at you like, get the hell out of here. Right. But yes, there is a giant difference between what I would say like the older millennials and the younger millennials. But I think in, in, in it, it still just depends on how they were raised. Yeah, I think that's across the board. You know, I mean, it all it all depends on how you were brought up. But and I'm learning now, like being vulnerable in in business, right? Is oh yeah, that's a very important thing. Well, it creates huge trust. Like you can like be in meetings with people or or start you know bringing in a client and. The more real you are as a person, the more they're going to, like, respond to you. Well, too, like, if you're struggling with your business, like, I'm learning this right now as I'm, I'm working with WinRate Consulting. Um, you know, we do, we do business coaching for the construction and home service industry, and there's a huge need for help in that industry, like, a huge need. They, there's a huge, you know, lack in business development, leadership sales and marketing. And if you're not vulnerable in your business, you're never going to fix that, right? You're never going to be able to go, you know what? I need help. Well, I think the key of that all is if you're not being vulnerable, that means you're not being true to who you are, being honest enough about who you are. And if you're not being honest enough about who you are, how are you going to bring those people into your life that you want, right? And in business, that's huge, right? Like if you want like the best clients and you want like the most money, you're not going to get it by being only half of who you are. Right. And so you got to like lay it out there and you know what? You got to get fucking hurt and it sucks. And, but getting hurt from being vulnerable teaches you to be resilient. Thank you, Brene Brown. But it like teaches you to be strong and like come out of that shit and be like, you know what? Yeah, all right. I caught my girlfriend banging three dudes at the same time in my own bed in like Jamaica. Whatever, it happens. <laughs> but it's like now you it hurt walk, my feelings. Though. Hurt my feelings, Damn and I'd be like, "Hold on, everybody. I need to talk about how I feel about that." No, I went in there. And I'm like, "Oh fuck all you. I'm out." And it's like, you know, you hurt, you suck it up, you go home, and you're like, "Am I willing to do it again? Am I willing to do it again?" And I think if the answer is unequivocally yes, it's going to be all right. If it's no, that's when you have to really step back and say like, all right, well, you're not going to get the better things in life because life is joy and life is pain, right? Like Buddha said, like it's suffering and relief. And if we're not willing to deal with the pain, then we don't get the good stuff. And so the vulnerability piece is allowing us to be open to the pain. And I'm not talking about a little hair pull and a little titty slap. I'm talking about real pain. (laughs) good stuff (laughs) so 
I'm trying to be vulnerable in life, and I think I overly do it. I think you overly do it in a way. But I think some of that is like both of us and our groups come across as like we're alphas. We're uh, very masculine and very like, you know, we know what we want and we go after it and there's not a lot of like wiggle room. And But at the same time, like some of it is like almost like is this a just a – are we just doing this because – you know, it's easy or is it because we do it because we know that that gets us to where we need to go? I don't know. What does that mean for you, man? Like, are you, do you find yourself as, as vulnerable because it helps you out or do you do it simply because you don't, it lets you get through situations easier? I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I do it because it helps me out, you know? I, 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 I think I've always been like that. That's all, that's the only way that I know. But I feel like a lot of people right now, especially during this crappy time, I, I don't think there's enough of vulnerability in the world. You know, everyone's trying to, to kind of be someone else or, um, you know, there's a lot of fake people out there, you know. There are Twitter bots and Facebook fake people and fake news. There is <laughs> No, there is a lot. I think... A lot of there's it a too. lot of big there's a lot of dudes driving big lifted trucks. Big lifted trucks. That really, I mean, don't just, need to be. They don't need. They're not that tall. Yeah, no. They don't need to step up that high. No. No, but I think you're right. There's a lot of people just kind of faking, and and I love faking it till I make it because that's where I think you kind of start accepting. There's a place for that too. But I think when we as humans stop being vulnerable with each other, we end up being just crappier people. We end up being not real, not authentic, and then it's like we get into these, like, things in life where it's like, I mean, we all have friends that are married that, like, you know, neither of them, like, let their guard down, and they have, like, shitty surface marriages. It's like, you know, would they be in the foxhole with each other? You know, when the... What does the fox say? Oh, God, no, no. That song ended five years ago, and it's staying back there. Someone just sent me that the other day. I'm like, dude, where were you five years ago? Pew, 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 Yes, I totally remember that shit. But I think we... I mean, you probably have friends that it's like, you know, if one of them does one thing wrong, you already know that marriage is over. You already know, like, those people are not trying to, like figure it out because they spent their entire time together like completely fake it's like uh, i was like a cap alpha and like i met her at this party and like she was doing body shots of her girl and now we're like banging in the back and like she's super hot and i got abs and now we're like married and we got like three kids and i play hockey and like she's into cheerleading and it's like you know that guy you've met that guy and you've met his wife and she's so fucking irritating and it's like but they're the ones that are sitting there on fucking internet and like posting shit and talking all the time and telling us how to live our lives. And it's like, oh, look at us. It's so perfect. And it's like, it's not. They're unhappy. They're unfulfilled. I mean, wouldn't it be cool if like you could literally walk down the street and see if people were like not being real with themselves and how unfulfilled they were? And you'd just be like, yeah, you suck. <laughs> like, it's like, I, I think they be, call that being an empath. Dude, don't I they? might be home, homeless, poor, sucking dick at the airport for $5 a pop and like, you know what? I'm happy. I mean, I'm not doing that. And if I was, I probably wouldn't be happy because I'd probably be addicted to smack. And you know how that looks when you're sucking dick, when you're addicted to smack. But point being, wouldn't it be great to be able to see how people are operating when they're not being real with themselves? And you can see that. So I don't know. I I like being vulnerable because it's like 
It's the core of all emotions. Yeah. I I enjoy learning from pain. Um because for me that's the only time I've learned. And I feel like being closed off and not being vulnerable can lead to loneliness and which can lead to depression, which can lead to drinking a bottle of Basil Hayden's in one sitting. I was supposed to work tonight when we got done. That is unlikely at this point, but <laughs> it's fine. Tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's uh I mean, do you feel like you, you've got a you got a steady, you got a baby's mama, you got a I girl? Do. Like I do. are you vulnerable with her? Are you one hundred percent. Ninety eight percent? One hundred percent. She I mean, yeah, Katie understands. I mean, I'll cry at this is us after it's over. Dude, that's because it's good directing. It's not because you're vulnerable. That, I mean, it's a good show. I haven't seen it in a couple years, but I, I remember I would cry at every episode. I, dude, I'm so like, and I think part of, be, part of being vulnerable is being open. So I got some weird shit that I do. Like, ready? Ready for this, everyone? All ready right, for this? we're ready. The studio audience is ready. 90% of the time when I take a shower, so I've got like the shower head that's like got the, and this isn't going anywhere weird. You guys in the back are like, where the fuck is this go- guy going? With Shot, this? We're, we're about to hit the I enema. I put it on the pulsate and I put it up my butt. No. The enema, 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 enema. <sighs> Dude. But I've always done this. Um, I, I, I put it on like the little light setting and I tickle my tongue with the water, man. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Exactly. Why? I'm being vulnerable. I just. You it's don't always even have city water. That's disgusting. No, it, it, dude, it feels cool. Don't knock it till you try it. I know you're gonna go home. You guys all are gonna leave here, or leave listening and go try that. Like for sure, one hundred percent. If you had said tickle my taint, that would have been one thing. But no, like tickle my tongue. You're drinking shower water. I no, no, I don't even drink it. I just put my tongue out like this. Ah, you're like one of my goddamn children. And just let it like <laughs> tickle my tongue, dude. That that see, like that's being vulnerable. I mean, Tell the weird shit. I mean, that's something like being vulnerable. I think being vulnerable is like, you can't really get hurt off that, right? And I think the reality is- For sure. Someone could be like, you're a fucking weirdo, dude. Yeah, but you already know you're You're this weirdo. big six foot four dude, 280 pounds, and you drive a ridiculous huge truck. He just gave his WWE- And you tickle like, your tongue in the shower. Profile. <laughs> the tongue tickler. I have something else weird. That, oh, I got, a, I got a tick too. I don't know if- So I've like got a tick that like, I don't do as much now. Like a nervous tick or a no? It's not twitch. even a nervous tick. I just like do it. But you ready for this? I go. I just ma- I make a little squeak. Oh, then I got a squeak too. I just like yeah. I, it, it. It you know it started because I I I was on Ritalin back as a kid, and it oh. would like make my throat really. Like, Can I get an amen for Adderall? Amen. It made my throat all like. Uh, um, Flemmy, you yeah, know? little chop, and I'd, yeah. <clears throat> I'd clear my throat all the time, and then I'd like check it by going. Well, so the best, <laughs> so obviously Ridlin, Adderall, it creates meth heads out of all of us, and like I think some of my favorite meth heads like are people addicted to prescription pills. Yours truly, probably included at times, but I mean I've always had like a little thing. I used to blow air out of like my front two teeth, so I go. <laughs> I do that all day because I'm like. I didn't have toothpicks or floss midday. And did like, you have a gap? I had a gap. No, I just did it because it felt good. I had and a major gap. People be like, "What that? What's that noise? What's that noise? What's that noise?" I'm like, "I don't, I don't know." That's exactly what they but would like, do to me. Like when what I was, was that? a young kid, I would never explain myself. As an adult, because we've been hurt, because we're able to like digest that and then say, "Yeah, I did this shit." Like 
You know what? I chewed the webbing in my hands between my thumb and my index finger for like two years. So I would sit at home or in class just kind of eating Did it like break the, the web. web. Oh, it, it my hands looked cracked and nasty. And I remember like going to school and not wanting to let anyone see my hands. So I would tuck my middle finger in between the webbing and pull it tight. So I would literally walk around with like a fictitious gang sign. So people could not see how dried out that part of my hands was because I'm like a kid. I'm sixth grade, seventh grade. I don't want to talk about that. But like as an adult now, it'd be like someone would come up to me and be like, oh, my God, you got a mole the size of like California on your back. Be like, oh, yeah, it's from this. You know what? Like don't don't do drugs. Like, hey, have a good day. <laughs> and I think vulnerability has a piece to it. I think acceptance of who we are has a piece to it. And yeah, I think when we to. are – accepting of who we you are as people, yourself. we can be vulnerable yeah. and it doesn't hurt. Or if it yeah. does hurt, it don't hurt that bad. No. I mean, but. It, you're going to get more good out of it. And I, you know, there's a, a lot of my, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call them out right now. A lot of my hockey guys need to be more vulnerable. They're uh, just, a lot of my hockey dudes are. He's calling you out. Calling you out. A lot of my hockey dudes are not. And, um, you know, it's uh life's too short not to be, man. So. Get vulnerable already. Get vulnerable. Like, so, you know, what do we, do we want, do we have any advice to impart to anybody? Like, I get like Just the Just be concept. real with yourself. Be honest yeah. with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and have a conversation with yourself about who you are. Like, who, like, who are you? Who are you? I am Jean Valjean, prisoner 24601. It's just, uh, just letting you know. Somebody will get that eventually. Um, I hear what you're saying. It's it's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to get hurt. I think the reality is people need to understand that being hurt is normal. Like, And you learn from it, though. Well, it's like it's okay to not be okay, right? Like that's kind of the axiom of our time because years ago it was always like everything's fine. I'm fine. Everything's good. My mom still does that. Oh, I'm everything's fine all day. I got it tattooed on my back. Everything's fine. Totally fine. Do you really? No, but it's coming eventually. Okay. No. Um, but the idea being, it's like, eh, shit ain't fine all the time. Like, if somebody asks you how you are doing, there is absolutely nothing wrong with a real answer. Like, how are you doing? I'm like, I feel like dog shit. My girlfriend broke up with me. I hate like, bourbon. My brother's sleeping with my mistress. Like... <laughs> Like, it's terrible. My kids are, like, you know, watching shit TV and hate me, and my ex-wife keeps getting all the child support. Like, I'm not fine. But the more you're able to overcome that, the more you are able to be okay with that. And it's like, and that starts with really being vulnerable. And uh, you can tune into our self-help series. Um, Are we writing self-help books yet? Not yet. But guys, side note, we have an Instagram. It is at what is it? I don't know. It's Hang on. Insta I N S T A G R A M. Um, I think it's honest ish at a side of hot sauce, but I really Honest don't. Honest underscore ish underscore podcast. Honest underscore ish. I think you can podcast. just look up honest ish podcast. It'll probably come out, but we got our super cool like our So we will need American viewers to go to the Instagram today and, and go to follow honest underscore ish underscore podcast. 
Hashtag New Leonard Media. Thank you. We didn't thank him earlier today. No, we didn't. But uh, Mark, hashtag yeah. Hashtag, hashtag at New Leonard Media. No, New... just hashtag New Leonard Media. I'm... Hashtag Studio. I still call it a pound sign. Is that okay? Yeah, you can. You're you're an old. Can millennial. we do? Can we do the TikTok? Can we get on the FYP page? Is that something? We we haven't got the FB set up yet. Um, we're in the process of starting a multi-level marketing company. Oh my god, scam, super scam! <laughs> like Nick, did you enjoy the bourbon you drank tonight? Other than that, the fact you hate bourbon, dude. The last sip I just had, I think there's a hole in my esophagus. So I'm gonna tell you something. This bourbon, even though you think it's Basil Hayden's, it's actually Quickstar. Is Quickstar still a thing, or did that end when Amway? That was like the fake Amway. So it's like the soap that we used on our hands. If I told you you could distribute that soap to your friends and make money every month, what would you say? Give oh, me. you give you. Give yes. me some. Podcast number three. Podcast on number the way three. to starting a cult following. On the way to a multi-level marketing bonanza of business. OMG, we're going to be hot. Leave reviews. Leave re- I mean, Leave at, reviews. This, at this point... Our podcast is out. Leave reviews. Let us know. You guys talk way too much. Or we are probably Jeff. Be... Get off the Adderall. Or... This was a tough night last week. No meds today. Definitely the meds. But I haven't slept much more than like three hours in like five days yeah, straight. Nuts. So it's You're like nuts. I need to get some Z's. Well, we got deep. We got deep. We talked about some real shit. A lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. What do you want to get vulnerable about when you go home? Are you gonna get vulnerable? I'm gonna. Or are you just going to come in like, ah, make me a pizza pocket. I've been drinking. Screw this guy. Can't do this show again. No. And then I'll hear from you next week like, oh, are we still doing a podcast? No. <laughs> totally, man. I mean, there's nothing to get vulnerable about. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go home and go to sleep. My kids want me to sleep on the floor. Big giant sleepover tonight, like, which isn't a sleepover. It's like a part, slumber, like, party. slumber party in the living room, which is always fun. It fucking sucks. I wake up the next morning, my back hurts, my coccyx is out of place. It's Dude. like, and I got to go to the office, so it's not like I'm smoking weed to fucking ease the pain at 7 a.m. and then like going to a board meeting with a suit and tie. That's creepy as hell. But Don't sleep on your stomach because your morning wood, you'll no, be I'm doing super, cock push-ups. I'm super pregnant. I can't do that. Okay. Dude, Junior, you remember the movie Junior? It's a baby. It's a baby. <laughs> Best Arnold movie ever, about, other than Hercules in New York. <laughs> which is a terrible movie I'm Hercules it's the only line he said because he could not speak English at the time I'm pretty certain um, I feel like this was okay we're getting better yeah, we're getting there we're, and uh, we'll continue to improve you know we're just again we're here to to entertain and piss off and cry, make no, people cry we are here to enjoy our time together that's if, that, that if was we're my, enjoying the last our time everyone else can pound sand cheers to that Leave us notes. Tell us why you hate us. And remember, if you tell us you guys suck and you do not follow up with fucking specifics, I will come to your house and Nick will drive over your fucking car with his monster truck. With Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan will beat your ass. He's only 5'2". You are fucked. All right, we leaving? Seacrest out. Mic drop. Dick Clark. Rockin' with the New Year's Eve. Rush Limbaugh. See ya!